Hi guys, it's Kara, host of Everyone's Business But Mine. And let's be real, one thing that makes the show possible is by selling sponsorships to advertisers. One way you can support us in getting more sponsors is by telling us a little bit more about yourself. You can do that by filling out a quick survey at the link in the show description. Plus, your answers are anonymous. They'll help us learn what you love most about the show and how to make it even better. The questions will ask you about the things that help advertisers understand the audience. It'll only take a few minutes, and it's an easy way to help the show. So you can find the link in the show description. Thank you so much, and stay tuned for the rest of the show. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. And bless McKelly's heart. She wants to affirm that the family's still a family. And I, I'm in this sort of weird place where, you know, I'm like thinking I don't want to see Christine ever again. I, I don't want to think about her. I don't want to drive past this house ever again and mourn this. I don't want to sit and be in this place again. I don't want to deal with this at all. to another episode of Everyone's Business But Mine with me, Kara Berry. Another week, another uh, chronicling of the quick descent of madness and narcissism that is Cody Brown's hairspray-addled brain. Let's get into it, shall we? There's really a lot to talk about. Actually, before we get into it, uh, quick mention, cameras are up. Uh, Christine told us last week on the 15th, I think, that, uh, yeah, she's going to be filming in Salt Lake City. There was also an article. I think she did an interview recently. I can't find it. I don't know where it went. But um, to paraphrase her, she did say that she had promised Cody and the rest of the family that she would continue on with the show. She wasn't going to be leaving, a.k.a. doing a spinoff. So, yeah, as long as the show is on, it seems like Christine will be there. So get ready. I don't know how they're going to make that work, but uh, (laughs) here's the thing about promises. Like, Christine can promise to be there as long as she wants, but will TLC send the contracts out to Robin's house? That's the real question. That's not really up to her, is it? Well, I guess we'll see. All right, y'all, let's get into this episode. We have Christine packing up and officially leaving for Utah, or beginning to leave for Utah officially like really officially this time 
it was a good one. So we begin the episode four days out from the knife in the kidneys, wasted, all the things that I did for you conversation, the monologue of the century, for Cody anyway. And Janelle decides to come over to Christine's house because she wants to talk like, girl, let's get into that, right? Let's unpack that. She felt like things were kind of harsh. She didn't really love how Cody reacted. Christine says, this was a terrible conversation. I just really thought it would go a lot better. And Janelle's like, yeah, I was really surprised too. But Christine says in a confessional that she was really surprised by what Cody said about her being shitty to Robin. Because she never thought that she was mean to Robin. She honestly was really shocked by Cody's aggression. Janelle says that she was too. She was really surprised and taken aback by the volume and the, and the length of it all. And she's like, honestly, I just feel like Janelle's really trying to help a brother out. Like Cody keeps saying in these confessionals, or he's starting to say it now that he knows that things are officially over with Christine. He's starting to turn on Janelle. We all see it. And so he starts saying like, Oh, you know, I just feel like Janelle's being so supportive of Christine and she's not being tender and loving to me. And um, she's, I don't understand why she's not asking and checking in with me. And here she is. She's helping you out because she keeps trying to act like his feelings are deep. That this rage and his baby, boss baby uh, behavior is the result of great grief and going through it. And he's being volatile with everybody else and he's quick to anger. And it's just, there's something more there. She's trying to like really make this seem like, oh, this is a man who's like actually heartbroken. And not a man who is trying to keep somebody he hates under his thumb because it makes him look more like an alpha man to not have a woman leave him. This is what he's pissed about, Janelle. And I think on some level you know that because he keeps saying things that you're responding to in the confessional being like, gosh, he's acting really patriarchal. Who is this man? Why is he behaving this way? Um... But in real time, to Christine, he's like, I just feel like there's grief happening, which is way nicer than you deserve. So you should take that back, mister. So clearly everybody else has been talking about this uh, because Janelle's like, gosh, yeah, I think Robin felt like you were saying that maybe you didn't want to talk to her kids anymore and that you would need space for them as well when she asked you, like, do you want to stay close to the people you're close to and whatever? Um, she's like, I think it kind of hurt her. So Christine's like, honestly, she says in a confessional, when she asked that, I didn't think that she meant her kids as well. I didn't realize that until after the fact. And I felt really bad, but I don't know how to fix that. And I have to say, Christine, you know how to fix it. You just say like, Hey, I, I'm not like trying to loop your kids into anything and make them feel bad. Like, I just thought you meant you were referring to us. And that's just something that I need to process. And I hope that's okay. That's easy. But also, like, she don't want to, frankly. And I get that, too. I mean, like, quiet as a skip, those kids have bad vibes. And it's not their fault. But some kids have bad vibes, you know? We have to be honest about that. So I think Janelle kind of used this as an entree gauge what her situation was going to be with Christine. Because she's like, you know, over the years... Obviously, we, uh, you know, to use my wording, we've been talking shit about each other behind each other's backs. We've said nasty shit to Cody, uh, to other people about each other, but we've managed to turn it around, right? Like it's, we've come out on the other side. 
Janelle says, well, I guess just moving forward, you know, we'll focus on our common experience and the kids. And Christine says, no, I actually think our relationship's a lot more than that. Like, I consider you one of my best friends. So then Cody's dumbass says in a confessional that it is a, are you ready for this? Tragedy. A tragedy to him that after all of these years, Christine, of Christine Crest, trash talking Janelle um the four years that she allegedly spent trash talking Janelle about this one house that they wanted to move on on Coyote Pass um that now that they have a better relationship it is a tragedy to him that they're friends now Uh, okay so do you want your wives to have fun Do you want them to be friends or not? Because I'm hearing like so many other things that you're pissed at Christine because she was never nice to Robin. But now it's a tragedy that Christine is friends with Janelle. Which one is it? And then he says, I'm begging Janelle for a closer relationship. And it feels like she's rejecting that and choosing to have one with Christine instead. That's a tragedy. Okay. So then we get back to Christine who says that it's kind of weird to navigate her relationship with Janelle because they're not sister wives anymore. But... He's not really sure what it all means. And then here comes Mary in a confessional, blumping around, talking about how, you know, I'm really mad at Christine. Some days I'm really mad at her for giving up on me or the family. And, you know, I just don't think that Christine's a sister wife because you have to be married to the same guy to be considered a sister wife. (laughs) Do any of you guys hear yourselves? (laughs) Mary. You were the number one, not a sister wife. You were the number one, not person in the family. Um, Are you serious? Like, this man went the fuck off a few days ago talking about he took a knife to the appendage over Christine leaving. Do you think that man would take a cotton ball to the temple for you? He wouldn't. Not a sister wife. You don't even go here, girl. What are we doing? In the span of just this season, like, we'll just leave, uh, I don't know, the rest, the whole other decade that you guys also haven't been in a relationship. Let's just keep it to this season, Mary. (laughs) Just keep it present, right? Um, Cody has said that he wouldn't mind if you found somebody else. He does not consider himself married to you. He told you to just stay at the haunted mansion after your mother died and you were grieving. He told you to stay up there. Why don't you just live there why don't you just move up there he doesn't give a shit he was happy that you have jen because she doesn't really have relationships with anybody in the family so i'm glad she's got one person in this world that likes her because i don't these are just in the past couple episodes mary but christine's not the sister wife girl do you know if a man said even half as bad as these things that he says about mary on national television I would have jumped off of every bridge in New York, every single one of them, <laughs> every one, and probably gone for a second round at this point. And you probably catch me at the Verrazano right now. I would never. And nevertheless, my strength is in staying. No, it's not. It's weird. It's weird, girl. He don't want you. What's strong about that? He doesn't want you. The only time we've seen him want you is he was trying to find a port in the storm and find somebody else to be a bitch to Christine because he didn't want to be the only one last week. And then when you were too busy giggling and and blushing because you thought he was giving you attention, he got mad at you and and ignored you again. We all saw it. (laughs) It's, It's sick. 
<laughs> and I can't even feel bad for her at this point. Like, <laughs> the writing is on the wall, on the floor, on the ceiling, right in front of your eyes. There's a skylight. There's a blimp. There's, I mean, what what's what else is happening? She, you're a dummy, bitch. Okay, and it feels so good to say it. <sighs> okay. There is a tweet that goes around every once in a while that says, I do not support all women because some of you bitches are very dumb. (laughs) And I think of Mary. Mary comes to my mind's eye every time it rolls around. Anyway, let me not give Mary um, any more attention than Cody does. So then we talk, uh, Janelle and Christine start talking about uh, Truly and what they're going to do. Christine, (laughs) to the surprise of nobody, tells Janelle that she had talked to Cody about having uh, Truly get COVID tested every week. She would stay at Robin's house, have sleepovers. What's happened? Just a couple hours here and there. Truly doesn't really want to be there. Uh, not really trying to stay. She's never spent away a night alone from Christine. And so when Janelle asks, do you think that Truly will come down for the summer? She's like, girl, I don't even think she's, she'd make it a weekend. So no, I I don't think she wants to be away from me. Cody says in a confessional that, you know, there are questions to be answered regarding his time with Truly. And he feels like eventually there will be a time where Christine no longer travels to Flagstaff. So, gosh, I think he might have to travel to see her. Might have to put some effort into seeing his child. Oh no. As he's talking about this, we see footage of him... And truly, this is probably the only footage that we've seen of him and truly hanging out recently. (laughs) And what are they doing? Manual labor. Can you tell us, aside from Robin's kids, when was the last time you saw Cody engage with any of the other kids that didn't involve them having to be outside, uh, hacking away at some logs, uh, shoveling snow? (laughs) They're in a labor camp? Like, is this the only way you can connect to them? Can we go to the damn Portillo's? Get a hot dog or something? Can we go to Sonic? Damn. What fun to have your 11-year-old daughter shovel snow so her uh, other half-siblings can probably play outside more safely. How fun for her. No wonder after two hours she's like, bitch, take me home. I want to go back so I can read my Harry Potter and make some ramen noodles. It's cold outside. Get me out of here. So then Janelle asks Christine if she feels like she'll get married again. She's like, yeah, not to Cody. Is that what you mean? Yeah. No, 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 no. To somebody else? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so Janelle says in a confessional, she's just being nosy because, listen, Christine's 50. She's healthy. And that's a long time. It's a lot of life to be living as a single person, right? So uh, she hopes that Christine finds a guy. And she hopes that she likes him, too. So then Cody, we see him in the next scene saying that, you know, even though divorce with Christine has got, it's in his head, he um, has to still maintain his other marriages, wouldn't you believe? It's like, did this just occur to you that even if something's bad somewhere else, you, I mean, what's the point of plural marriage if you didn't know that? Uh, Anyway, um, so he goes over to Janelle's, over to Coyote Pass uh, to try to work through the fog in his brain that's going through divorcing Christine. So they've been having a lot of issues with the fifth wheeler. We know that Cody says it's damn near every day that something's going on, but Janelle's had a really good attitude about the situation, but they've had this continuing issue with the leveling. So if the fifth wheeler is not level, then 
Uh, it's not great for the sewage system, so I don't really need to hear any more details than that. Thank you, Janelle. I got it. Bring Cody out here to try and level this place. Um, but then uh, Cody says that because of the situation with Christine, of course, it's her fault. Even when he comes together with Janelle, they have this antagonistic vibe to every interaction. So they're not sweet with each other. And this is how we know. When he starts using words like tender, sweet, loving, compassionate, this is how it starts. So the evidence that we're shown of them being antagonistic toward each other is a situation where um, Chris, Janelle's had the suggestion that they just move the fifth wheeler up a bit in order to help with the alignment, right? But Cody's been ignoring her this whole time and trying to find every bullshit excuse under the sun and every tactic to try and uh, be right and do go about things his own way. But that didn't work. So when Janelle's like, oh, well, maybe we should try my idea. He calls her stubborn <laughs> and then says that they're not being cooperative with each other. And he doesn't understand why. <laughs> this man, what is wrong? <laughs> I mean, at this point, like, how do you not laugh? You know, like, how do you not laugh at him? Then he starts getting snippy with Janelle and telling her that you were probably sold a lemon. This is probably, this is probably why they sold it to you because, you know, it's supposed to level on its own and it's never done that. And then he says in a confessional that he's in a vulnerable place where, you know, he, he crosses a line and then he wonders if Janelle's going to cross another line. And then that sort of cynicism comes on from unwinding 20 years in plural marriage and then Christine leaving. Now, what the fuck does this have to do with Janelle? What does it have to do with the fifth wheeler? Just move it. Like, <laughs> this is him to a T. So he refuses to listen to anybody else. He fails and fails and fails. And then when somebody maybe had a better idea all along, he gets mad at them. Narcissism, right? So as Cody's trying to make it seem like Janelle made these huge financial decisions that he's just a victim from because he knew for a fact that there were rentals in town and she could have never, you know, she could have moved in them instead of that fifth wheeler. Janelle says in a confessional that she knows that she told Cody about moving into an RV. She's been very clear with him about that over the period of time, but he probably wasn't paying attention because he's not really that in tune. So then as Cody's about to leave Coyote Pass, Janelle's like, hey, uh, I got to actually have a conversation with you. I got about six weeks on this plot of land before we have to move to another one. I spoke to the designer of the home. It's going to be months before they can get a permit. Janelle's like, you know, I'm thinking maybe I can go back into town for another six months because I thought I could make it through the winter if we had electric, if we were further along in the building, but we're not. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. 
So Cody decides to play like sad sack victim in a confessional by saying, oh, gosh, it just seems like she just came up with all these plans without me. Like, why would she do that? So he's looking at Janelle and is like pointing at the fifth wheeler because why did we buy this? (laughs) What was the point of this? And so Janelle's excuse, I mean, it was flimsy. I have to admit, she's like, listen, I'm motivated to be here. I like wanted to make it work. But whatever, like I, the timeline's not working. Uh, I found a place. It's fine. They'll give me a six lease, six month rental. I got it worked out. I'm still a little bit on Janelle's side just because I never want to be on Cody's. Because I feel like an RV is a pretty, I don't know. Like, I, I guess I don't know about RVs, but I feel like they retain value. So it's really, it's not like she's been tooling around the country with this RV, really. She's just been on the land. So if it's had no mileage and it's just a very low mileage, just been sitting there, it's probably going to retain a good chunk of its value, I would think, to the point where, I don't know, she probably wouldn't have lost. I imagine the loss of the money probably isn't that great at the end of the day. Now, like, logistically... Was this a bad idea? Absolutely. <laughs> for sure. But Janelle says in a confessional that she had to do what she had to do for herself. And if she had waited for Cody to make a decision on this, nothing would have happened. So listen, first he was mad that she got the fifth wheeler. Now he's mad that she wants to get into town and get a house, even though that's what he wanted to have her do in the first place. And she's over it. And then we see Christine have a short conversation with Truly about how McKelty found a house for them in Utah. They're going to be moving a little bit sooner. They're actually going to be moving exactly a week from the point that they're filming this. McKelty and Tony are going to come down to help. And Truly's like, all right. <laughs> so Christine's like, well, how do you feel? She just shrugs. She's like, I honestly, I don't know. I, I'm fine. I didn't expect it to go this fast, but I'm fine. And then she just like, Goes off to her room. She's like, I don't really want to do this. <laughs> then we see McKelty and Tony come into town, but they decide to come a day earlier so that they can spend the some time with Robin and the kids and Cody, right? McKelty introduces this. Like, Robin was the first wife to really accept her relationship with Tony, and Tony kind of mumbles under his breath. Well, actually, she's kind of the only one that accepted us at first. And it was in his mind, a, oh, you're a polygamist or you're not a polygamist. That's okay. I accept you anyway. And McKelty's like, yeah, that's not what it was. <laughs> like, Tony, you not being a polygamist was not the issue. We all saw it. So Robin says that she wants to check in with McKelty, you know, because of the divorce. And then Christine says in a confessional, I know that McKelty has, I have, support with McKelty, but I also know that she really loves Robin. She 100% supports Robin. I don't know how she's able to navigate that, but she's able to do it beautifully. So Robin starts a guilt trip immediately about how, well, you know, just everything going on with your mom. I just want to make sure that we're okay. And, you know, no matter what's happening there, that we're good. And, you know, I just want to make sure our relationship can continue to be ours. And McKelty's like, yeah, And not based on any outside sources. So Cody says, well, it feels like it affected everything in my relationship, so. (laughs) And McKelty and Tony just stare at him like, oh, oh, okay. (laughs) 
then Cody says in a confessional that he feels like in these kind of situations, oftentimes he's the bad cop, cop, and so his relationships are strained with a lot of his kids because of it. Yeah, we can. Let's call it bad cop. You're getting closer. <laughs> we'll start with that. Then Robin asks McKelty if she's doing okay in terms of Christine, which I feel like, okay, girl, if you want to have this relationship outside of whatever else is going on, aka Christine, then I don't feel like you should ask her questions like that. Like, why? Do you, it's weird. I feel like it creates this precedent where like, I'm a safe haven for you to come to me about your mom, but then leave her out of it. If you want to have a relationship without her, then leave her out of it. Because it, then it leaves McKelty in this position where she has to like navigate how to answer this in a way that's fair to both of them. So she doesn't have to make, so she doesn't make Robin feel bad, but also to tell the truth about the situation in a way that's, you know, going to be nicer to them because they're the assholes in the situation and we all know it. So McKelty says, listen, it's sad anytime somebody breaks up, but if that's what she wants, then it's important for me to support that. And then Cody asks McKelty, how long is it that she's known? Which is also wildly unfair. She's clearly very uncomfortable because she can't even look her dad in the eye and she's kind of stumbling over her words and she's like, well, it, listen, it's... <laughs> And she looks over at Tony and he's like, well, I'm Bennett and I am not in it. Like, I, I'm not in this. <laughs> McKelty admits that Christine had been talking about it for a while, but she wasn't saying anything that anybody else in a relationship would say. She was just talking about the highs and the lows and the ups and downs. Nothing crazy, right? So Cody says in a confessional that he knows that he can't shit talk Christine to his kids and he doesn't want to, you know, shit talk her at all. <laughs> okay. Um, even though his natural urge is to do that. So then he says, he's asked McKelty how long that by asking McKelty how long she's known, he's starting to blame game and that he's ashamed of that, which he should be. You absolutely should be. But then he says, in my brokenhearted state, the anger's just flowing and nobody likes me. So then Tony says, listen, Christine wasn't in the hottest of places a, long, a, a while ago. And so like, yeah, we've kind of known for a while and Christine was venting, but we didn't really know the extent of it until she actually wanted to leave. We just knew that she wasn't happy. And then Cody says again in a confessional that in this moment, he's going through the feeling of wanting to blame somebody. And he's angry and he wants to break something. Okay, Fred Durst. And then Cody says, you know, I just always wondered if I was the last to know. So McKelty says, tries to say, like, she's trying to explain to him, like, well, that's kind of par for the course. If most of the time you probably will be the last to know. Like, if I was going to break up with Tony, he'd probably be the last to know because I'd probably talk to my mom about it. I'd talk to people who supported me to, like, see if this was a good decision before I broke up with him. And Cody's like, I I don't know what you're talking about. Like, she's being stupid. So then Tony says, well, I would probably say that maybe you're not the first to know, but you're probably not the last to know either. And they, Cody's, uh, Tony says in a confessional, listen, the relationship's been more rocky. They weren't in an okay place for years. And sometimes maybe you're just in denial about that. So Cody says, I'm just angry, but we don't need to deal with that. And Tony starts to laugh and then stops himself. Like, okay. So Cody's like, well, just my point is that I just don't want you guys to 
pick sides. I don't want to push you guys to do that. McKelty says, I don't think that there are any sides to pick. But then in a confessional, she says, I don't feel like my dad was trying to make me pick two sides. I just feel the exact same way about Christine and, you know, how Christine wanted to make sure that no matter what happened with Cody, that the kids were all okay. They all have, they're on the same page about one thing and one thing only, that they seemingly want the kids to be okay with either parent. And then I guess we're supposed to feel bad for Robin because she says in a confessional that she's having to come to terms with the fact that she reached out to Christine and asked her if she wanted to have a relationship with her and Christine said no, which is not what happened (laughs) at all. You didn't reach out to her. You asked her because she was standing right in front of you. Like, let's not act like you put on all this effort and like, oh, you came out of nowhere to like reach out to her and be like, are we okay? She was like, no, and slammed the door in your face. That's not what happened at all. So then we go over to Christine's where McKelty and Tony and Garrison are helping her pack. Gwen actually comes over and she says in a confessional that when she found out her parents were divorcing, she was honestly a little bit relieved that Christine was getting out because it wasn't a good relationship for her. And then she says, I'm not trying to be a bad kid, but I kind of thought they should separate for a while. Like even before we moved to Las Vegas, (laughs) baby, that's a long time ago, ma'am. And you were quite young. E, Cody, did you hear that? Well, as they're finishing moving, Christine and McKelty take a walk around the house and Christine starts to get emotional when she goes into the room where they were like trying to figure out where they would live. And Cody was like, oh, I think this should be our bedroom because I, I think it was like maybe an upstairs living room or something initially. Um, So McKelty's like filming her. And she's like, gosh, how do you feel? She's like, yeah, I know it's a little bittersweet. I really love this house and starts to get emotional. And McKelty's like, yeah, but you're excited about moving, right? She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just think that maybe I shouldn't be in this room. <laughs> like, I'm not, I don't love it. I don't love the memories. So they leave and that's the end of that scene. I feel like we never hear about Christine's dad. um, Like ever. I, I can't remember a time where she's really spoken about him at this much but she says when she told her dad about leaving cody he was actually pretty upset and they just kind of tabled the conversation because of it but then she told him listen i'm moving i found a rental i'm coming back and he's like welcome home so it's actually was like a really nice situation so as everybody's finishing up for the day mckelty's like okay what's the plan you're leaving tomorrow are you gonna have everybody come over to say goodbye are you gonna have like breakfast a socially distance we're honking from the driveway like what's going on and are we are we gonna be dumping toilets in people's lawns like what's good i'm down for anything christine says that she texted everybody said hey i'm packing up and moving the next day nothing really became of it she wasn't really thinking about doing anything so She's good. McKelty's like, no, I think that's stupid. Christine tells McKelty, listen, if you want to have them come over, like if you want to text everybody who's in Flagstaff, go ahead. I just like, you know, I wasn't really thinking that way. McKelty says in a confessional, she kind of feels bad for pushing her mom into saying goodbye because she knows that Christine just wants to be done like with them. But also she feels like, Christine is going to regret it later. And also the family is going to regret it too. So let's just do it. You guys. (laughs) Robin and Cody come over with the kids. First of all, I noticed that Cody once again insisted that he hold Ariella's hand from the car to the backyard. Like, are we afraid that she's not going to make it the 50 feet? Are we scared that she's going to run into the street? Like what's going on here? 
Also, the other kids. First of all, why have we not seen Dayton? Where's Dayton? We haven't seen him in forever. But we only see, uh, so what are they? The other three. Solomon seems fine. Aurora and Brianna, however. <laughs> what's going on there? Like, they had the attitude, like, if I didn't know these kids and I saw them walk into something, I would have thought they just got bitched the fuck out by their parents and they were like, their parents were like, you better keep it together. Okay, they look pissed. And then I thought, what did Robin say? What did Robin Cody and say to them before they got there that made them look this shitty? Because the whole time, they did not look happy at all. Robin says in a confessional that, well, I was just planning on giving my, keeping my distance and give Christine space because she said, you know, she wanted space for me. But, you know, McKelty called and I just thought, she said she thought it would be best if we came over. Well, not like this, bitch. Not with this shitty attitude. Ariel is having a great time. She's like, hey, can I come inside? They're like, no, COVID. Cody's there standing outside for about 15 seconds before he's like, I'm leaving in five minutes. And then he goes up to the uh, window that faces the kitchen. And he yells in there like Urkel. He's like, "Uh, hey, everybody. (laughs) All you can hear is Christine go, that was terrifying. (laughs) So he says, hey, we're outside. She's like, okay. We'll be out there in a second. So, uh, yeah, whew, it is not good. He's like, we're all outside. Let's go. <laughs> Cody says in a confessional that he's not in a good place. Okay, thank you. Really? <laughs> and there's just really an awkward moment because there's so much strife to all his feelings. And he's done, you know, all he's done for the family. He's here now and they're having a family goodbye or family gathering and saying goodbye. And then it just feels way off course to him. And at one point he says that he feels like this is demeaning. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist-approved, so fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. I mean, I could not be rolling my eyes any harder right now. Then he says, you know, bless McKelty's heart for wanting to affirm that the family's still a family, but I'm in this weird place where I'm thinking, I just don't want to see Christine ever again. I don't want to think about her. I don't want to drive past the house. I don't want to sit and be in this place. I don't want to deal with this at all. So then Gabe comes over, Janelle's kid, Goofus, and he says in a confessional that he's really not sad about his dad and Christine breaking up. He's really sad about Christine moving. And then he says, I'm not going to blame her for doing it. If I were in her shoes, I would do the same thing. The only other time we see Mary is that she says that the real reason why she didn't come is because she was at the B&B. But 
she also was like, oh, I just thought it would have been really awkward knowing that Christine wasn't interested in having a relationship with me. So why would I say some type of goodbye? Period. Well, you're not really one to say goodbye, are you? Seems to be very difficult. Back to McKelty in a confessional. She's like, yeah, this is weird. <laughs> uh, Dad doesn't want to be here. Robin doesn't want to be here. It's uncomfortable. It's it's real uncomfortable. And then we see Cody trying to have a conversation with Truly. Like, have you ever met this child? He's like, hey, uh, are you excited about moving? She's like, yeah. He's like, all right. She's like not even trying to talk to him. He She keeps trying to walk away from the conversation. <laughs> It, Cody says in a confessional that in his state of bitterness, he's trying to box Christine in because he thinks she's doing something wrong. So then he's like, well, I mean, you're not smiling or like, are you sure? Because you just don't really seem that excited about it. She just shrugs and tries to walk away again. He's like, all right. Well, <laughs> like no relationship, no relationship at all. And this man says, maybe if Christine would have stayed, then Gwendolyn and Isabel would have stayed in the house. And, you know, I'm not sure, but I'm just in a really bad state of mind because I feel like my life is being unraveled for me. And this isn't what I wanted. And I feel out of control. <gasps> well, you're just going to have to feel that way, <laughs> you stupid bitch, because you caused this. So keep crying. Nobody gives a fuck. Like, on what planet am I supposed to feel sympathy or empathy for you because you got dumped by somebody you don't even like anyway? Why would I feel bad for you? So now that everybody's come outside, it is like West Side Story, Sharks versus Jets. Robin's family's there standing awkwardly. All their arms are crossed. They're just staring bullets at Christine and Janelle's family who are trying not to make it seem weird, even though uh, they're making real, they're making it damn near impossible. The speech that McKelty made was about one of the most awkward ones I've ever heard. She's like, well, I'm glad you guys are all here. I just think it's really great that we can all be together the last night that mom's here in Flagstaff. And, you know, I think this is probably one of the hardest things that the family's ever going to have to go through. But I also think it's awesome that we could be here to show that at the end of this, we're all still family. <laughs> Cut the cameras over to Robin's family, who... <laughs> Could not look about more opposite from that if they tried. So when McKelty says that she thinks it's awesome that they can all just like be around to show that they're all still family. Cody looks straight at Robin like, did you hear this shit? Like, she's got to be kidding. Then McKelty goes on to say that, hey, it is what it is. There's nobody to blame. We should all just be grateful that through this we can remain a family and support each other through everything. Right? And then Jan Janelle pops up. She's like, you know, thank you. That's what I was trying to say. I just couldn't figure out how to say it. That was on my heart. You know, I just really think it's good that we're all here to close this chapter together. <laughs> As the camera pulls out, we see just how separate they are. And it's like, they're not the six feet COVID. This is like Christine and Janelle and all of them are on one edge of the pavement. And then Robin's family is on the very other edge of the pavement, like as far over as you could go. I mean, they had to do uh, aerial shots so that we could get a whole group together because it, you couldn't do it from the ground. That's how far away they were. <laughs> Good God.
there's no way that I would have been able to stay in this situation. I would have been like, I have to pee. And you probably would have seen me like just ducking in from the bathroom upstairs, just making sure like, did we, did somebody leave? Did Cody leave yet? I'm still peeing until everybody's gone. I can't take this. <laughs> Do you guys remember that scene from America's Next Top Model when they're doing auditions and the girl gets there and she gets stage fright. She's like, I can't take the pressure. It's too much. Like that would have been me. I can't do it. No, I got to go. Bye. <laughs> Robin starts to say goodbye and Christine says goodbye. And then Ariel goes, so why did you and my dad break up? <laughs> Thanks girl. Um, so Christine's like, well, we just weren't in love anymore. You know, like that happens sometimes, but we'll still hang out sometimes. I'll see you. And then Ariel screams, have dates. <laughs> and Christine goes, you know, that doesn't always fix everything, sweetheart, but thank you. That's a really good idea. Have dates! She yells it again. <laughs> Cody says, well, you are my child, aren't you? Trying to impose your views on the rest of us. Well, that's a moment of clarity, isn't it? A brief one from Cody. No wonder that little girl was trying to run from her on the first day of school. She's really standing her ground. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean... In a confessional, Christine says, it's really awkward that Ari's asking why she's leaving. But listen, she's just a kid. She's brave enough to ask. Um, you know, I know everybody's wondering. She's just the one who did it. So Cody goes over to Truly to hug her and, you know, tells the rest of the family that he can be the only one. Like he tells Robin's family, only I can hug her. And he's like, hey, um, you have a video chat on your phone. Like you can call me anytime. No problem. See you, kid. And then Robin says, Truly, we love you, and we miss you, and we hope to see you soon. Christine says that the hardest part is that she knows everybody's angry. And it just seems like Robin's kids are angry, too. But then in a confessional, Robin's like, You know, my kids weren't angry with Christine. All the kids are innocent parties of this, and it's just devastating. Well, what were they angry about then? Because they were angry about something. So what was it? What was it, girl? Do you think maybe it's because they uh, overheard or maybe did you set them down and tell them that uh, you asked Christine if she wanted to remain close to the family and you said no? Did, did you maybe tell them that? Do you think that might be why they're upset? Robin? Robin? Do you think? Maybe once again you're involving these kids in, in adults' business that has nothing to do with them and is making them feel bad? unintentionally or unnecessarily you're making them feel like uh people don't like them in the family you are doing that you think that might be why because it had to have been something robin so what was it and i agree they are innocent parties so who's guilty who would who would make who, who would be the guilty one then i don't know when you come up with an answer robin why don't you let us know suki you put that on the question list for the tell-all, please? Oh, God. So Christine tells the group, hey, thanks for coming. It really means a lot to me that you came. And then she starts crying, like, immediately. Janelle goes over to hug her. And then you can hear Cody say in the background, like, all right, let's go. Like, let's get ready to go. So Christine says, you know, listen, it was important to McKelty for everybody to say goodbye to Truly, I guess. But I didn't need this. <laughs> it was actually way worse than I thought it would have been. I think it might be the worst goodbye that I've ever witnessed. And you know what, Christine? Agree. J'agree on that one. 
the episode ends with Robin and Cody. Like, very uh, cinematic shot. Aerial shot. We can see Robin and Cody go in the side of the house back to their car. And then Janelle and Robin and the rest of those kids. Not Janelle. Not Robin. <laughs> Janelle and Christine and the rest of those kids going into the house. Like, parallel moving at the same time. It was really, really great. And really telling. Really telling. You guys... I don't think we have much longer of this season, um, but man, what a good one it's been. We should be thankful on this day before Thanksgiving. We should be grateful. We really should be. Um, happy Thanksgiving for those of you who celebrate. I hope you have a great week. Uh, I will be back with a, a recap of Real Housewives of Potomac on Friday, so you can check that out. Hey, and in the spirit of thankfulness, thank you guys to everybody who's left a five-star review, who signed up for Patreon, who's been really nice. If you guys want to, you know, kick it on over there or, you know, over to iTunes, not iTunes, Apple Podcasts or Spotify, and your finger just happens to get to the five-star button, you know, things will happen. Things will happen. Um, I hope you guys have a great day. Bye.